Do not rely on your logo yeah. to drive your business. My name is Matt Tanner, and this is Franchisees United. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode four of the Franchisees United podcast. This is your host, Matt Tanner. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming on two Orange Theory franchisees, Manny Sierra and Kim Wetterburn. Hey, I pronounced you it. You nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Good for you. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank for you. Us. We are very excited to be here. We are super excited because, as I told you earlier, we've had you know we've had three episodes so far. This is our fourth episode, and this is the first time we've had franchisee on. So, super excited to to learn a little bit about you guys, how you got into the brand, and uh, and where you're at today, and where you want to be in the future. So I guess let's start with you, Manny. How did you get into Orange Theory? Uh, how long is this podcast for? <laughs> Just so can I make sure I'm absolutely yeah. do your thing. Do okay, okay. Uh, so how I got started? Uh, I think I got started because I really, really, really loved fitness. You know, my first position in the industry was a personal trainer. I was, uh, was a trainer at this company. You might maybe remember it called uh, Body of Change LA Fitness. A long, long time ago. Okay. And I just knew at that point that this was for me. So the exciting part is, is that, because I know we're going to go full circle with Orange Theory, <clears throat> I was the general manager of a big box gym, you know, big 30,000 square foot, you know, private label gym mm-hmm. uh, over in Western Florida. And I, one day, I'm sure you can probably relate to this, is I saw it. I felt it. You know what I'm talking about? You wanted to, to own your own? That, that, that ceiling, that glass ceiling. Okay, okay. And I realized one day that this was not going to be my end-all, be-all. I had more to offer. I had more to do. I wanted, I wanted more. Right. So at the same time, incredibly, around the corner, this little fitness thing was coming <laughs> up, right? And I drove by, you know, I drove by because, you know, they're competitors. So I just, you know, right. I was sniff around. Yep. And all I, I drove by, I saw the orange lights, and I saw like a little some music coming out. I'm like, what is this thing? And sure enough, next couple of days, I discover like my friend's a coach. I'd go do a class, and that was it. That's all I needed. You loved it. And that was all I needed. I found out that they were hiring for a studio manager. I applied on a Monday. Excuse me. I applied over the weekend, got interviewed on Monday, interviewed on Tuesday, hired on Wednesday. So did you get hired by a franchisee or by corporate, right? It was now? franchisee. Okay. So back then we had about 20 stores, I yeah. think, like worldwide. If that. And when was, what year if was this? Oh my goodness. Uh, 2012. Okay. 2012. So oh it was God. kind of a nice clean cut. Yeah. I started January 1st, 2012 Perfect. as a studio manager. Wow. And boy, oh boy, did I learn, earn some stripes yeah. and learn my way around that pretty quick. Because it's such a different world. Oh my God. It's, just yes. a, it's not like the typical, you know, fitness experience, right? Yeah. Or fitness business. But the, the good news is, is that I've earned enough stripes and we were small enough mm-hmm. for the right people to notice. And the right people noticed. Yeah. Because we were still so small. And if you perform well, it kind of climbs the ladder quickly. Right. So, I almost am a. I almost hate. I always hate saying this part because, but I'll say it. Uh, I actually resigned yeah. from the brand. I resigned from Orange Theory at that studio, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, the right people listened. The right people noticed, and I got a phone call that changed my life. And that was from our CEO, uh, Dave, and he said, "You know what? Before you leave, let's talk about a few things." 
And before and I know it, the CEO it, of the brand. Or yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they, is he still the CEO? Of course. Okay. Yes, he's our fearless leader. Awesome. And but that call changed my life. And I know it sounds kind of cliche, yeah. but it literally changed my life. My whole direction changed after that that meeting. Next thing I know, I'm a regional operator for our studios in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. On my way to relocate to Orlando yeah. to open up 30, 40 studios up there for the brand mm-hmm. as an area developer uh, with Dave and Jerome. And all along knowing that I wanted to come home. Yeah. And this is my home. South Florida is my home. Sure. So after I earned some more stripes in Orlando and we opened up some some studios and had a lot of success, mm-hmm. you know, I call back and I say, you know what, I'm ready to come home. And that's where kind of this kind of goes into my franchisee yeah. uh, life. And I came down. I earned my role as a senior director of sales for the entire brand of Orange Theory Fitness, wow. where I wrote initiatives that are still used to this day. Uh, marketing and sales initiatives that are still used actually right now in January. That's TC right. Challenge. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to be to live a dream, and that was to own a piece of the business that I like to feel like I helped build. For sure. So the moons aligned, <laughs> and I had an opportunity to, to buy in into uh, some local uh, a local franchisee group that owns five studios. Gotcha. So I now own five of Orange Theory Studios here in South Florida. That's phenomenal. And here I am on your show. So where are your, all your five of your locations at in South Florida? Yeah, I have uh, two in Boca. That's Central Boca, West Boca. You go up the 441 corridor there. I got uh, West El Rey, Lake Worth, and all the way up to Wellington. Okay. Who is the pomp? There's one uh, right up the road from me. It's, uh, I, I want to say it's Pompano. It's right across the street from the Wawa. Maybe it's not Pompano. Um, actually, not sure. Familiar. Okay. It's like five yeah. minutes. It's in a shopping center. It's like a Publix. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Sure we we love publicists. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Publicists. <laughs> so that's where we're like I'm uh, you know developing tropical smoothies right now. So I have to open right. up three in South Florida, and that's what the real estate guys at corporate say: public centers, public centers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, so we're trying to find the right locations. But as you guys know, it's just tough in South Florida. It is. So, yeah. So you kind of got into it by you got into the franchise space from the corporate side first, just being passionate about the brand, and then diving into this franchisee. That's fantastic. So, Ken, tell us about tell us about how you got started. From my understanding, it's a lot different of a of an angle of you coming in as a franchisee. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think actually Manny and I are completely opposite sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of echo what he said earlier, I got into the franchise because I really, really, really hated exercise. <laughs> really, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. That's I hated it um, <laughs> when when I found Orange Theory. It was honestly out of desperation. Uh, I was a customer first. Okay. So I started by working out at the Fort Lauderdale studio. And um, it was referred to me by our realtor. And they were like, look, if, you, if you're just frustrated, and I was because I wasn't self-motivated in the gym. And I knew I wanted to be athletic, but I didn't want to be the person to make myself be athletic, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I needed someone to tell me what to do. Right. But I didn't want to go the personal trainer route. So I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll try this class. Mm-hmm. I tried the class. It killed me. <laughs> you feel great yeah. after the, yeah. the next morning, I swear, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> this thing works. Yeah. Um, and it was it was magic ever since. And I just thought I was going to be a customer for life. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, this is this is it. Yeah. I, this is how I'm going to force myself to be athletic. And I told my husband, Jamal, about it. And he was like, cool, chick workout. Enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, right. And he put off attending with me for months. Really? 
And finally, and would I he go to the actual gym or does he just do nothing? Yeah, he did his own thing, you know, yeah, yeah. And he weightlifted and all that stuff, not knocking it. Right. But, you know, men are more difficult to get into a group class. Yeah. Wait. So, it's yeah. <laughs> true. Finally, he came with me. I think it was one of those, like, you know, condescending, okay, fine, I'll get her to shut up <laughs> kind of things. And he came with me. Sure enough, he fell madly in love with it because it wasn't a chick workout. Yeah, it's never been a chick workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and he almost died, and <laughs> he was sold too. Uh, so we were attending regularly for a few months, and um, at the same time, he was uh, consulting. He's an independent consultant. He um, he works for Epic Software Systems and is flying all over the place. We wanted to start a family, but I only saw him three times a week. Right. So. When Orange Theory started putting those little brochures on the door saying, would you be interested in a franchise? Mm. And I was like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and I uh, showed it to him and pretty much the rest is history. We were like, okay, you know, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And that was right after the Great Recession. I don't know if y'all remember that. <laughs> uh, but it was at a time where we had to liquidate our 401k and pay cash. Wow. Um, so we spent our entire life savings. This is a big leap of faith. Opening yeah. studio number 49, uh, you know, to echo Manny, there were only maybe 20 operational yeah. for a couple months mm-hmm. uh, as we were trying to do this. And um, we, it came down to the last 50K. We, we did not have it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we asked all of our friends, all of our family. Everybody said no because everyone was scared. Yeah. It's, it's just another fitness concept. We didn't know what to do. 100%. Um, so we threw, we threw a dart at the wall for, for an SBA, and we did not look good on paper because I have an English degree. <laughs> and uh, we had a couple dings on our credit on his side because uh-huh. of the recession. So um, our application went to this man who was notorious for rejecting them because he had been burned a lot. And this was a new com- concept. Right. He didn't know what we, what we were going to do. And... Um, we just knew we were going to get rejected. But on the day that he was supposed to be reviewing our, our file, uh-huh. he called in sick. And his subordinate reviewed really? our file instead. And he was this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, enthusiastic newbie who was like, <laughs> it's 50K. Signed off on it. We got the loan and we were able to pay for our treadmills. Wow. So, wow. you know, we're, we are people of faith. Yeah. And we firmly believe that this was meant to happen. And it was meant to be part of our life story to open and grow and evolve with this brand. Um, and we became one of the top performing studios in South Florida. So That's we're very, very excited about it. But it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for wow. sure. And it came yeah. down to the wire. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's a really crazy story. It's crazy because, yeah. you know, I, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. like, even in, throughout the bad times, like even if you were to get rejected, mm-hmm. you know, it would have been for a reason, right? The, there's a lot of like franchise deals that have fallen through in the past mm-hmm. for me personally. And I'm just – and then – I ended up in a different state because of it, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna buy new locations and sell them successfully. And it's just crazy to really look back and be like, if that deal went the different, the opposite direction, you yeah. wouldn't be where you are now. Your life, like I wouldn't even know these guys. I there you go. Not even know. I wouldn't even <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. So it's mm-hmm. it's really it really puts things in perspective. It forces yeah. you to operate out of gratitude. One hundred percent. So. So what do you what do you guys do? I guess day to day. I know you and your husband own some, and you have a group. So what are your guys' roles? within your your locations uh yeah so my situation is 
it, I hate to use the word perfect, but it's almost perfect because <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> I operate a hundred percent. So you're the operating guy, hundred percent. Okay, and I, that's how how that's how I had to have it, yeah. but in a really good way. Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of people just. I recently read this or heard this, but I got I got to share it. Yeah. You you don't double down on your strengths; you triple down. Yeah. On what you do well. Like, stop wasting time trying to do more than you're really, really good at. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that I'm really, really good at leading people. Right. And leading studios and yeah. driving this business mm-hmm. home. And that's what the partnership team so, all agreed on. Yeah. So it's you like... you think uh, that's what Dave saw on you in 2012? You know, I like to think so. You think, yeah. I like to think so. I think he saw a young gun down the street because mm-hmm. we're, we're in Fort Lauderdale. We yeah. Were, Right there, like West in Fort Lauderdale. Get there in 25 minutes. So is that where Warren's Theory was started? 17th Street. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, anyway, so that's my day-to-day. My day-to-day is to make sure I develop the people around me mm-hmm. and I drive the business home. And that's what I'm good at. Gotcha. So you're doing all the hiring. Are you selling memberships, all that stuff as well? Or is all I care about is making the people around me better. Okay. I don't, I don't want to dive into the minutia. I don't want to really do the, the daily tasks. Yeah, I want to develop the people to do the task better. For sure. So you have salespeople that you just focus on developing. And- yeah, the way the way we kind of org chart this thing is like every studio is its own little business, right? So right, right. each studio has a studio manager, and beneath them they have an assistant studio manager if the base is high enough, and then right. they have associates to, along the way. Then with the the fitness side where you have a head coach and the coaches. Yep. So my every day I am looking at how can I make my student managers more. More productive, mm-hmm. more motivated, or actually not motivated. I want to be careful I don't demotivate them. Because mm-hmm. if I'm doing it the right way, I'm hiring people that are already motivated. Yes. For sure. But what a lot of franchisees, a lot of leaders make the mistake is they think they have to always drive them and yeah. overly motivate that's, them. That's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. So that's my role. If you feel that way, then you probably just don't have the right people in place. You feel like you constantly have to be on them every single day or every week. Mm-hmm. It's probably just not the right person. I have to share this because that's a good point. Go ahead, go ahead. One more. Th- <laughs> uh, Jim Collins, good to great. You uh, just triggered something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not finding the best people. Mm-hmm. It's finding the right, right people. people. Yes. Yeah. And there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather find the right person to be a studio leader. They might not have as much experience as person A or person B. Yeah. But damn it. Give me a smile and give me a <laughs> dial and I just get out of my way. For that's sure. all I need. For sure. A hundred percent. I mean, that's so true. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. What about, what about you, Kim? Beautifully said. What do you do day-to-day for your locations? Day-to-day, uh, because the Hallandale studio is so brand new, it's like a new baby, yeah. right? So you're teaching it how to walk. You're teaching it how to talk. You're teaching it how to do everything. So it's definitely more immersive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, my older studio is almost um, almost eight. Eight years old. Oh my god, eight wow. years old. Wow. <laughs> and, wait a second. And really? then, wait, seven, seven. We signed a franchise eight. agreement. Eight years. Yeah, because when I was in Weston, she walked in to Weston That's to right. be like, "Hey, how's it going in here? What's up? <laughs> what, what, man, what's up?" <laughs> so, um, you know, with the new baby, my my current day to day is definitely different than it used to be. Right. Uh, I am there all the time. I'm going there right after we talk. Right. Um, because I want to make sure I have my finger on the pulse of how we're bringing in those sales, how we're taking care of our customers, what the verbiage is. And I know that's very type A and very, you know, minute, but when you're that brand new, you need to establish the culture from the ground up. 
And if they see someone that wants to be there, that is passionate about it, smiling about it, coaching classes, yep. that that uh, will rub off on everybody else around. Mm-hmm. And they pick up on that energy and they perform, they execute. Mm-hmm. So, And then, of course, I don't want to forget about Hollywood, so I show my face over there yeah, as well. But on the day-to-day, um, yeah, I do do a lot of the, uh, the smaller tasks, hiring and firing on final interview. Okay. I want to make sure that everyone that comes through the door is yeah. to our standards and we're all on the same page. Right. Um, I do uh, overarching sales for larger accounts, like with the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I just landed a huge account with the city of Hollywood, so I want to make sure that those relationships are still being built so and like, cultivated. And is that like group memberships or... My city of Hollywood account? Yeah. Ooh, that was a good one. Uh, that is actually where the city of Hollywood is cutting me a check for 20 grand so that all of their employees uh, can enjoy the membership with proof of attendance. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. Yes. That's great. It's wonderful. So, But it took years to develop, and I want to yeah. make sure that that is continuing and yeah. growing and evolving, and you have to be there for that. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You brought up a good point about... You still have to show your face at another location. Mm-hmm. Talk to us what that that's a, what what that's kind of like because I think a lot of franchisees, as you know, having one store or one location mm-hmm. compared to being multi-unit is just two different worlds. It a is. lot of times, uh, an individual unit operator is just a glorified GM that owns their location. Mm-hmm. So talk to me what it's like, if, if, you know, having a new location, being a second store or a second studio, uh-huh. and still having in the back of your mind saying, "Oh, what I have to pay attention to this." other location even Mm -hmm. though this one's brand new and needs the majority of your attention absolutely it's just like with kids right Mm -hmm. so um you know you have your first baby they grow you nurture them they you know turn into this amazing human being and then you have another baby right you're going to have to pay attention to the baby that can't feed himself Mm -hmm. change his own diaper you know things like that but the older kid well they're you know, much more self-sufficient, you still need to separate out time to invest in them and make sure that they are feeling loved mm-hmm. and yeah. nurtured yeah. and supported. So what I can say is the, the beautiful thing, especially about Orange Theories, mm-hmm. is once you do the grunt work, mm-hmm. for the most part, it becomes a well-oiled machine. For sure. If you have the basis of people, if yep. you have the trust, all of the processes in place, you can just... Stand back and watch it do its thing, just like with a kid. Yeah. Just like with your kid. Um, so really, uh, ho- going to Hollywood is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I go there because it's basically just schmoozing with all of the members that love us. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to hug my people and say, what's up? Tell me what's good. And, um, you know, make them feel appreciated. Yeah. Uh, and then I go and change dirty diapers at Hallandale. <laughs> <laughs> So why, so Orange Theory, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people I've talked to over the past has said like, I mean, there's obviously so many different fitness trends, right? Is it ever in the back of your guys' mind that maybe if this is a trend versus the traditional gym has always been around? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think Orange Theory will be here forever? Or do you feel, I know you might be a little biased, but do you feel that it's just such a great so concept? Opinions. Yeah. there's Like I said, I've, I've heard so many different opinions and I personally haven't, I'm going to come to one of your guys, I promise. But I personally haven't even been to an Orange Theory. Now, my dad has lost, like, he's his entire life, traditional gym guy. Mm. But he's he started at Orange Theory, like, probably less than a year ago, and he's dropped, like, 40, 50, 60. I it's magic. Know, I don't it's, even know what the numbers are. And yeah. I think the biggest thing is just, like, you're in a, and like I said, I haven't been there, but I know the concept. And mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, the biggest thing is 
the fact that there's somebody like you're in a class or you're or you're you're doing high intensity stuff. Whereas if you go into the gym and you're on your if you're not self motivated enough, you can just kind of half ass a workout yeah. and leave there, and then you burn a couple hundred calories. Mm-hmm. Versus these Orange Theory high intensity workouts where you know you're in and you're out, and it's am I right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. so what are your thoughts? Do you think this is something that'll be around forever? And can I take this one? You can take the first step. I'll take the first one after that. First step. Okay, I get first tips. So, um, do I think it's going to be around forever? No. Okay. Uh, But what I do think is that Orange Theory has positioned itself so well Mm -hmm. in the industry. um, It's remarkable. Mm -hmm. So, the greatest form of flattery is imitation. And there have been myriad imitations of Orange Theory. So what are some of Because high-intensity interval training works. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of concepts that follow in our footsteps and say, hey, I can do high-intensity intervals too. And they can. Mm-hmm. Yep. What Orange Theory is doing is essentially going through a rebranding where it is now technology forward. It is becoming a technology company mm-hmm. with a fitness focus. And with tech at the forefront we can't have imitators. Right. Who else is going to be able to track your heart rate and all of your data, get all of that aggregate information so that you have a well-informed decision and, and a track record of everything that you've accomplished from day one? Yep. You know, what other concepts are rolling out full body scans? Mm-hmm. What other concepts are actually connecting your heart rate monitor to the physical equipment mm-hmm. so that you can see right in front of you what is taking place. Right. So from that perspective, yeah, we started as a fitness company, but yeah. we're a tech company. Yeah. And because of that, that consistent evolution, we are always going to be on the cutting edge. Yeah. And I think you guys have just, the brand, it's just such brand too. Because mm-hmm. like me personally, I'm like, I can't even think of another high intensity brand. But other than Orange Theory, I know you guys yeah. probably know a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But like, who, who would you say your number, like even a competitor is? To Orange Theory. Oof. I mean, obviously a, a typical gym, like an LA Fitness. Or, and no, I, they're I, not competitors. I right. actually I actually work well with standalone gyms because do a lot of people have, it's a completely so, different mentality. Do a lot of people have a, a regular gym membership and an Orange Theory? Do you see that a lot? I would say about 20%. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would say 80% of the time, people that go to Orange Theory, they, they just well, do Orange do. Theory? Absolutely. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, just thinking about the just to touch on the competition side. So there is competition, no doubt about it. And I'll give you an example. So we mentioned the um Oh, say it. Yeah, uh, I know. The, uh, <laughs> we the, can beep it out. Well, the um, say the, the LA, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know if you're aware of this. And you, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, they literally <laughs> copied Orange Theory Fitness. How so? How not? <laughs> when you see their branding, their marketing, their imagery, their 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 build out they decided to block a certain square footage in their big box gyms you saw this to literally try to replicate orange theory fitness okay and so I, I will tell you this it's been tried before yeah it's failed before it's there's something about a studio environment that you just can't replicate in a big box gym okay. right now could, will, will it happen in 10 20 30 years from now i don't know yeah but i could just gotta tell you right now today yeah. I've seen. It. I know you're talking about now because it's like in the, it's like the square rooms. What, what would you call it? 
they have like the classes, like the spin classes. The spin classes. Yeah. I know you're talking about. I think what they're doing is it's just an alternative option for their members, right? Well, because they saw what we what we did yeah. to their other yeah. gyms. So how does an Orange Theory membership compare to price 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 wise? How does that compare to a typical LA Fitness or a gym membership? Well, I mean, you know, I hate to say that use the cliche, but you get what you pay for in life. Yeah. So this is a formal investment into your future, your fitness future. Sure. So if you're looking for a results-driven experience mm -hmm. that cannot be replicated anywhere else on this planet, you're going to pay two dollars more for it. Yeah. And when you look at it from that perspective, can I join a gym? Of course you can join. Anybody can join a gym. Yeah. But it's a gym. Right. If you want results. You have to go somewhere where all they do is deliver results. That's all we do. Yeah. That's all we do. We don't offer uh, tanning. We don't offer you know daycare, which I know is, a, is back in the day it was a big yeah, deal, it was a big right? Big back day, back in the day, our female client base they wanted us to offer childcare bad, mm -hmm. but we, we never did. And here we are today. So if you look at it from that perspective, you know whatever works for them. But for some reason, Orange Theory Fitness works. For a whole lot of people. Yeah. That's very interesting. And if you don't mind me going back one step, because you sure. asked me if my opinion on whether or not we're going to be around. Yeah. Uh, my answer is yes. Okay. And the only way I can kind of deliver this in a, in a really an honest way is mm -hmm. it's no longer a theory. Mm. Pun I like that. I'm going to steal it. It's, <laughs> it's no longer a theory. Uh, we've... We've done very, we've done something very special with this brand. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Uh, I've committed my career to this brand, my my, my most productive years of my career to, to this company, yeah. and I could not even dream of being anywhere else. So when I say we've proved a theory, I mean we've proven something that no one else has done, mm -hmm. and something there's something to that. So in five years from now, ten years from now, a hundred years from now. They're going to be looking back and how Orange Theory started yeah. and where we did and how we did it. And um, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm very proud about that. Yeah. That's interesting. No, I, I got to go. I got to go at some point. I have to go. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm going gonna, gonna to come. What's the closest one to here? Ooh. Out of your guys' location. Uh, where are we? Boca. This is the Right? Yeah. The, um, well, we're kind of in the middle, right? We're central. Yeah, central so you might want to shoot up... Uh, yeah, should the it's ten minutes away. Okay. I just came from the mall. Okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, we're gonna do a first for your podcast series right now. That's I'm actually gonna schedule your first class right now, ah. live right I'm now. Give me my credit card right now. So, well, do me a favor. <laughs> what do you prefer? What do you prefer? Mornings or evenings? Oh uh, my god! It just depends for me. Um, for the, probably mornings for this. There okay. You so you know we kick off really early. You okay. know, so we kick off at five in the morning. Uh -huh. So is that early for you, or you mean like early, like eight a.m. Let's kind of do early? it. Let's do it. Five a.m. You're a five a.m.er. I'll do it. Is he a five a.m.er, guys? Let's it's be honest. Five a.m.er. Five a.m.er. Okay. okay. Do whatever I set my mind to. Well, let's set your mind right now. <laughs> so we're gonna invite you in for your first workout. Yeah. On us. Okay. Central Boca's pretty good location. Perfect. Today's uh, what Thursday. So we have a class tomorrow at 5.15, Friday morning. So I need you there a little bit earlier. I'm okay? there. I'm there. Okay. I'm there. So after the classes, I mean, after this podcast is over, I just need your credit card to reserve your spot. I got you. Done. Welcome to Orange Theory Fitness. Welcome to Orange Theory Fitness. Let's book you up, man. Let's get you in the orange zone. Let's prove the theory to you. Austin has to come with me. He's a he's Austin, a, you're in. He's a bodybuilder. He's got to come. Oh, we do love I, bodybuilders. Yeah, we do. Bring them on. We do. Power walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't go all we, out. We right got away. you. We got you.
got you. We know how to handle you. That's too funny. <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding, by the way. So I'm going to book you guys. Uh, yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's the thing. All right. <laughs> so do you guys get a lot of a ton of new memberships for the new year every year? Traditionally. So what's the brand strategy and as well as the franchisee strategy? Do you guys run Facebook ads? Uh, how do you do lead generation? And Because obviously in your, your business, customer acquisition is just huge mm-hmm. for lifetime value. So how do you guys go about what's What's the number one way you acquire business or acquire new customers? The number one, geez. I have like 10 different answers to that question. Yeah. Um, but okay, I'll pick uh, member referrals. Okay. So the... The best way to grow is from the inside out, right? right? So you develop those relationships with your current client base mm-hmm. and invite them to continue that growth on their own. One of the best ways that I've actually found to do this is, especially with new members, I actually send them a really annoying survey monkey yeah. <laughs> right after they join. Yeah. And uh, two of the <laughs> questions, they're, they're very simple. Uh, what outreach event best appeals to you? And what incentivizes you the most to share the love of Orange Theory? Mm-hmm. Um, I give them different options of different outreach events and what motivates them. And then if they respond, we set it up. Boom. Just like that. That's where I get all of my lunch and learns. That's where I get all of my happy hours. That's where I get all of my referral bases from. And then we hook them up with whatever their desired incentive is. Mm-hmm. Um, during January, our calendar is full just from people who reached out and said, hey, remember that thing that you said that you could come to my office and do lunch? Well, it's January. Everyone wants to lose weight. So can we book that? Right. The answer is yes. So um, yeah. it's it's just a phenomenal way to do it. And that's more grassroots, which I think a lot of people don't capitalize on enough. Agree. Yeah. So you said lunches and then happy hours? Absolutely. So is that in the studio? No. Okay. So no, we go to okay. them. We go to that. We do as well do, um, you know, team building workouts. We'll invite them in. Uh, I actually have a team building workout next Saturday um, with uh, with a really cool group cool. in Hallandale. Um, but those are fewer and far between. It is a premium, you know, asset. It's $400 to rent out the studio for a private class. So that needs to be a big deal yeah. uh, in order to swing that. For and how them. many people fit into that class? 24. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, is that mainly like cor- it can go up to thirty six? Yes. But we prefer to keep it twenty. So is that mainly like corporate? Like corporate? Like is it more like businesses coming in, or is it like okay? A lot of birthday parties. Birthday, honestly, <laughs> dude. Yes. Call about birthday burns. Yep. How about that? Birthday burns. Birthday burns. Super fun. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, what does what does corporate do for you guys? Like, are they running ads to get so people? Much. Yeah. So how does does, like the marketing, like the royalty rate versus the marketing? Is there a local and national marketing rate or how does that work? Yeah. You know, because I can speak from experience, right? I I just left the office. So we have a really uh, comprehensive approach to to getting marketing done. Right. Uh So, I mean, our marketing team in the office is, and I saw it evolve from many, many years ago to what it is today. Uh It's, I... Incredible yeah. what we're what we're doing. Uh, we have we got a new um, uh, chief brand officer a little while ago. His name is Kevin Keith, who uh, has really done an outstanding job. Just his he's had a really strong vision of where this brand can go, and right. and we're yeah. and we're now we're seeing it. You know, a few years in, but you asked about how we do it. So we have national marketing, 
Okay. Yeah, our corporate office has our back. Then we also have regional uh, co-ops in a lot of places, right? Okay. So if uh, we have a region like South Florida, we have all 40 whatever number yeah. of studios we have here in South Florida now. We all chip in a little bit every month and we get some regional level marketing done. And that could be anything from, it could be more social media, it could be um, you know doing some... Uh, some grassroots, maybe some event sponsorships. I mean, that costs a lot of money. So we all get together and we get it done. Right. And then at the local level, I mean, we each franchisee, we, we put money in. You have to market. Yeah. 100%. You know? So <laughs> I'm the look, I'm the biggest believer in that. I mean, I, I see so many franchisees that just count their pennies. Can I make it fall to the bottom line? I don't want to spend. And it just, and That's I'm dangerous. always, it's, it's very dangerous. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, because I'm in the food industry. So, mm-hmm. and it's funny, I was just telling her before you got here, the guy that bought my businesses, his entire background was, was the gym industry. And it was like, <laughs> I, I think it was a franchise. It was either a franchise or a mom and pops, but it was a tr- traditional gym. Um, and he, the first thing he said to me, and this was like months after he purchased the store, he's like, wow. This is a lot more work than the gym business. He's like, yeah. the gym is so much more passive. He's like, we sign up memberships, we treat customers well, we have good staff. The restaurant industry, it is. I mean, I sold him to give you a little context here. I sold him three restaurants within a five mile geographic of each other in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. So he basically he bought all three of them, and he was he's running around crazy now, and you know because he ended up selling his gyms and then going to SBA and buying the locations and. Now he's just like, wow, it is insane yeah. how, you know, how much uh, attention to detail and running around and inventories. And, and then in the food industry, the turnover is like 150% now. It's insane. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it's just not very passive at all. You're yeah. always involved. So I kind of forget what I was, where I was going. With this yeah, thing. well, we were talking about the, on the marketing side. Yeah, yeah, so the marketing side. So I'm really, you know, very focused on reinvesting, especially when you have mm-hmm. the, new, the new locations. Um, really reinvested into Facebook ads, yeah. Instagram ads, and just trying things because even though you know these these franchise brands can do a lot for you at the national level, but there's nothing like having a localized presence. Even you know in the food industry, I've seen the three to five mile sweet spot mm-hmm. from your location. If you really hammer that three to five miles right from your your location, you seem to have a lot of success with that. So do you guys have, what have you guys seen in the gym industry? Because obviously, you know, there's, what did you say, 40 locations in South Florida? More than that. More than that now. So how do you go about marketing the people that are close to your location versus maybe Manny's or someone else's? How do you go about doing that? Do you not look at it that way or is it? It, it really depends on the owners. Okay. <laughs> it really depends on the owners. Yeah. Um, to be honest, we all play very well in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we support each other because as goes, you know, the brand as a whole, we all benefit. Yeah. Um, so I have wonderful relationships with most Orange mm-hmm. Theories. Yeah. Um, some, because it's a franchise, everyone has their own ideas about it though, right? right. So. You have to be very respectful and make sure that you're you're not stepping on people's toes. Sure, right. That yeah. you know you're doing everything within the bounds of their expectations as well. So it does force you uh, to have some conversations mm-hmm. with other people. Now, in terms of like mailers, we have to be very very careful. About so it's direct that mail with the dividing line, okay. absolutely. So luckily, Hollywood and Hallandale they're right next to each other. You know, so, so I can just do well. one massive blast yeah. for both of them. For sure, but. Uh, Hallandale is very close to another studio, so I have to be very aware of the dividing line so that my advertisements don't cross that boundary. Gotcha. Um, so it can get a little bit tricky, but in terms of like 
social media, you know, the tech, what can you do? Yeah. So our social media presence, honestly, I think still benefits everybody. If they mm-hmm. see Orange Theory, they see Orange Theory. And when they log in, they're going to find the location that's best for them. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter. If so, someone sees a Hollywood advertisement in Cooper City, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm in Cooper City. Cooper City is going to get the lead. You know, yeah. they may have seen my advertisement, but Cooper City is benefiting. So it really doesn't matter at yeah. the end of the day. And so yeah. if, they, if they get a membership at your location, obviously they can go to any Orange Except Theory, that's right. another beautiful thing about Orange Theory, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, I guess my, my question, like, do you guys do, because I know you said you do direct mail. Yes. Like, so do, you, do you run any, as the franchisee, do you run any Facebook ads right in that area, like a couple miles from your location? Yep. And corporate does it as well for you guys? Well, I mean, in a way, right? Because we don't, we do have a sophisticated approach to social media marketing, right? So if I'm spending money on one message in the market, corporate spends money on another message, Mm -hmm. but it's still the same brand. So we're not competing with each other. We're not raising our CPLs. We're just trying to keep it. We have a really smart approach to it. So if you're asking us, yeah, we spend money uh, at every yeah. level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of a funny quote. You know, money flows where attention goes. So <laughs> right about now, right about now, everyone is screaming in the fitness yeah. business. Yeah. Everyone's screaming. Yeah. So it's whoever's sadly, even though this might sound biased, we have the best fitness product <laughs> in the in the world. Uh-huh. If they don't hear us, they won't find us. Right. And if they don't find us, they won't join us. Mm-hmm. So you could look at a lot of other competitors, and I'll just call. I'll just say, it, you know, like the Pelotons of the world, mm-hmm. right? What's it called? Peloton. 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 See, I've never heard of it. Oh, buddy. Oh, that's nice. Turn, turn, turn on TV. I think you're the only person. You know, I appreciate that. That means it doesn't watch too much that's TV. Nice. Keep it that way. Good. Keep it I that don't way. So, look, they have these beautiful ads, and they, they spend all this money. Yes. And you know, look at look at the New Year's Eve. Literally. Yes. Yes. New Year's yes. Eve. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, you know, the other guys, I'm not even say their names anymore. Yeah, there's, a, there's a fitness brand that practically spends all the money on New Year's Eve and you can't miss them, right? So yeah. if you're not screaming, you're not going to be noticed. Yeah. So I think a good piece of advice for franchisees out there is do not rely on your logo yeah. to drive your business. Do not rely on your logo to drive your business. If you want to drive your business, get behind the wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put some gas in it, which in this scenario, gas means money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I just Googled the There it is. Pretty much right. There it is. Peloton. Can, can, can I drop the, the figurative mic? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm see, telling I, you. You will be, you know, after the podcast here, you spend some few minutes, you'll see yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, but they, they, just do, they just do the commercials. No, look, they have a nice product. There's a whole backstory. It's a whole backstory. You're out on. But okay. they they have a nice product. Yeah. The context. Yeah. They they have a nice product, yeah. right? They have uh, they treadmills, whatever, stuff. right? They have a nice products. But the point is, is the marketing side of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what we got on that topic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's. <laughs> I'll, See, I'll kind, of, it out. kind of in a weird way, like mm-hmm. right this minute, mm-hmm. but they're getting benefits mm-hmm. because they spend so much money. Because we can talk about it. Yeah, exactly. We can. You want us to beep out their name when we talk about them? Um, (laughs) What's the long-term goal for for both of you guys? Is it is it fifty locations? Is it? We'll ask you, Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. What's your long-term goal? Well, the my my claim to fame now is Mm -hmm. I have five going on five hundred. 
Okay. I don't want to stop. Yeah. I've been, I've lived the life of an employee and I am super grateful for every second of it because sure. I'm got, I got here and I have my, you know, I have my knowledge and my experience and yeah. I wouldn't know where I would be without it, but I am looking for aggressive growth. I want to find a way to scale what I do best and we are very, very motivated to. So, so you, how many partners do you have again? So it's, a, it's one partner group. Okay. So it's me and, uh, and four others. Okay. Right and where are you guys looking for more locations? Yeah. So good question, yeah. right? So it is all about acquisition now. South Florida has been sold out since exactly. like for like 2013. Yeah. It's, over. it's over. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's no more dirt. So, right. but you know, like, you know, someone, if there's a franchisee locally that has maybe gotten to that point, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but really sometimes yeah. it gets there. Yeah. Sometimes franchisees get there. They've ridden the wave. Right. They've enjoyed the the ride, but maybe they want to expand to something else. Maybe they want to do something different. Right. Fitness is what I do. Yeah. This is my life. This is my brand. This is my career. So I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at for sure. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> Go fly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's kind of. I guess we'll kind of wrap up here. But I wanted to ask you guys real quick. This is what we ask everybody at the end of the episode. First. One piece of advice you would give anybody that wants to either get into a franchise or maybe even they're from a different state and they want to get into Orange Theory. What's that piece of advice you would give them? And two, <laughs> and two, um, who do you feel needs to be on this show in the franchise industry? I'll let you go first, Manny. Oh, me first? I was going to let her go first. <laughs> like she probably has a good answer for this one. I, yeah, I'm pulling something out of thin air. Um, <laughs> Okay. One piece of advice. Uh, one piece of advice for anyone getting into any franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, be ready to ride some incredible emotional waves. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have a thick skin already, be prepared to create one um, while simultaneously holding onto your heart. So that would be my advice. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Um, and who should you interview in the future? Could be anybody, and it don't have to be local. Interesting. I want to talk to whoever created Guthrie's. Guthrie's. <laughs> Guthrie's. Yeah, chicken. Okay. Really, really good chicken. Guthrie's. I want to talk to that guy. You want to talk to the founder? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll give it. A oh, shot. you want them to come on here? Yeah. Is that, was that the question? So yeah. who should so you interview who, next? Who should be on this the Franchises United podcast? Next? Oh, got it. Okay. It okay. Can be anyone in the franchise world. It can be Orange Theory. It can be someone else you know as a franchisee. It can be whomever. Yes. Okay. Got it. In the industry. Who, who do you think? Okay. Uh, well, let me start. So start with one piece of advice. Yeah. My advice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the piece of advice that I actually shared with, because uh, I used to I used to lead franchisee training uh -huh. also when I was in the office. And this is something I used over and over again. I'm going to share it with you and your, and your listeners. If you're not a people person, hire someone who is. Mm, that's mm. good. Any business is a people-first business. That's really good. If you're not going to be the person to lead by example, lead with energy, lead with the leading the right way, mm -hmm. you're not going to last too long, yeah. and your business is going to suffer for it, mm -hmm. and you might be uh, sadly surprised on the, on your results. Right. So, and I used to call those mirror moments. Mm -hmm. Right. So, look, man. Every now and then, you look at yourself in the mirror. It's yeah. a mirror moment. Be honest with yourself. Look at the mirror and say, you know what? 
I am not a people person. Right. I'm, I'm not sure about this. Mm-hmm. I'm better with, I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah. they're better with numbers. So Maybe they got to be, you know, whatever. So self-awareness. Self-awareness. Yeah. Take that mirror moment. Be honest with yourself. And if you're not the people person, find someone who is yeah. and hand them the keys. Yeah. That's huge. That's that's really good advice. Yeah. So, and then who should you interview? Can it does it have to be a franchisee? Anyone in the industry. So it doesn't have to be a franchisee. In the fitness industry, you can do that. Mm-hmm. So anybody in the fitness industry who you should interview. So we. So I was saying in the franchise industry. Franchise so it could industry. be an okay. employee of corporate. It could be a franchise owner. It could be an attorney. An I have someone. Okay. Uh, I have two people. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. Absolutely. I think you should interview uh, Debo Brown. Debo Brown. Okay. Debo Brown is someone who I've worked with closely for a very long time. And you know what she does? Hmm. It's something that your franchisees might want to hear a lot more about. Okay. She trains. She's an educator. Okay. She trains franchisees. She trains teams of studios. She kicks studios off. So if you want to give some really good advice to your franchisees, mm-hmm. that is a big, big deal is the training and development side. Absolutely. Right? So that'd be a good one for you. And she's 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 in the uh, in the trenches. Like she's on the front lines. Yeah. So she actually does it. So that'd be a good one. And the other and the other one I think would be kind of cool is a buddy of mine, his name is Chris Tate. Uh, he is a master at recruiting. Like he is really good at recruiting. He's got a lot of he knows how to use LinkedIn very well. I mean, he just has a kind of a cool approach mm-hmm. to not only just finding the right yeah. people, but recruiting the right people. Like, come on my team. Let's let's get to work. Right. So those are my two. Okay. Good picks. Sounds good. We'll have to reach out to them. So where can any listeners that are that, are, that have listened to this episode today, if they want to get in touch with either of you guys, what's the best way? Is it email? And what is that? It's the best way to reach out to you. What do you think, Kim? Uh, Kim, Kim, Kim prefers smoke signals. I do. So, because she's dry, she's flying around all the time. So, maybe. <laughs> I do. You can always find me at Orange Theory Hallandale and Orange Theory Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. What about if they want to reach out to you, like online? Oh, I'm sure you can find me on LinkedIn, Kimberly Waterburn. Kimberly Waterburn. Okay, what about you, Manny? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, you know, thank you for that. So I am excited to announce that I am looking to build my brand in 2020, my okay. personal brand within a brand. I have a lot to share, a lot to offer, and I'm getting excited about this coming I if, year. I don't know if you have enough energy, though. Right? I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Thanks for asking because um, I do. I am getting ready for um, for my own uh, website. Okay. It's uh, www.mannysierra.com. Uh, right for us. Uh, yes, M A N N Y C E A R A dot com. You can find me. I have a lot of awesome content coming on my Instagram handle. So it's at Manny Sierra, first name, last name. Uh, Facebook, Manny Orange Theory. I've, I've had that for years. And I think that's, that's good. Perfect. And smoke signals are an option. Yes. <laughs> but if you want to get a quicker response. And when's the website launching? So right now it is just. Uh, it's in preparation mode, okay. but I think in a matter of a week or so, I should be live. Cool. But it's live right now. You, people can go there and take a look at it and Perfect. jot their information in. And I'll be doing some some exciting uh, some consulting on the side okay. for um, for business and for for sales training. And I'm excited about 2020, man. I'm pumped. Amazing. It, it's going to be an awesome year for, for all sure. of us. For sure. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode four of the Franchisees United podcast. 
Feel free to check us out on LinkedIn, Franchisees United, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you.